an evening of stand-up comedy with Kevin James. I was in Atlanta at the airport waiting for my bag, and this woman asked to take a picture, and I was like, sure, no problem. And she takes out her iPhone, and she just holds it on me. She just holds it on me right there, and I'm just standing there. She's video recording me from a foot away. Like I'm a panda at the zoo. Saturday, April 1st, the show at Agua Caliente Casino Rancho Mirage. For tickets, visit AguaCalienteCasinos.com or call 1-800-514-3849. You're listening to the Law of Attraction Radio Network. Are you tired of the I can't mindset? The I'm not good enough mindset? Do you feel like your negative thoughts control your life? Well you came to the right place because in the next 30 minutes you will learn how to break free from the limiting mindset of anxiety fear victimization depression trauma and self-hatred by reprogramming your subconscious mind it's time to master your mind with dr erica hello good people And welcome to Master Your Mind with Dr. Erica. Thank you for joining me today as I talk about forgiveness and how forgiveness is healing. So I have some questions for you. When was the last time you said, I'm sorry? When was the last time you forgave someone for hurting you? Are you still holding on to the pain, sadness, resentment, anger, bitterness, or guilt for something that someone did to you or something you did to yourself? Why is saying sorry so difficult? Why is forgiving someone so difficult? Why is forgiving ourselves so difficult? We are taught through faith-based tech teachings that being human means we are imperfect. If you are imperfect and we are imperfect, then it means we have at some point in our lives done something or said something we wish we could take back. Have you ever made a choice that resulted in hurting someone else or hurting yourself? Have you ever sinned? I know I have. There are two lessons I value from my faith-based education. One is to treat others the way that you want to be treated. This is my golden rule. And number two, he without sin be the first to cast the stone. So, We want to treat others the way we want to be treated. And he without sin be the first to cast the stone. So I can't hold any stones because I know that I have sinned. So again, I'm asking, have you ever sinned? If you have ever sinned, then forgiveness is a necessary part of your healing. And that is why forgiveness is key. What is forgiveness? The Greek word forgiveness translated literally means to let go. So what are we letting go of? 
Forgiveness is letting go of the need for the past to be different. I'm going to say that again. Forgiveness is letting go of the need for the past to be different. Accepting that nothing from the past can be changed. Realizing that no matter how many times you think about the past, replay the past in your mind, or relive the past trauma in your mind, you will never change what happened in the past. Furthermore, our memories of the past fade over time. So our memories of the past become less accurate. So why are we still holding on to something we can't change? It is like holding on to an old lock that you no longer have the key to. It's useless. It serves no good purpose. Forgiveness opens the lock to your heart without a key. Forgiveness frees your heart and mind to heal in love. Many people fear letting go because they believe letting go of the pain, suffering, images, and memories will mean the event or the situation did not happen, that they were not changed by it. Well, this is not true. This is a lie. Your experience in the past has already impacted you. It has already changed you, but it does not have to define you. You are not your past trauma. You are not your past victimization. You are not the negative thoughts, emotions, or behaviors you harbor and play over in your mind. That is not you. Letting go does not mean it didn't happen. Letting go means it no longer defines you. Letting go means it no longer hinders your process of growth. Letting go means you let go of the negative emotions you have been holding on to, the negative emotions that have paralyzed you. Letting go of the negative self-talk that plays in your mind like a broken record about the past experience. All negative emotions cause a negative physical reaction. So holding on to the negative emotions suffocates your love muscle, which is your heart. Since the past cannot be changed, you must accept it. You must learn from it. Let it go completely. That means you never have to ever think or speak about it ever again. That your mind, body, and spirit are cleansed by forgiveness. You move forward in forgiveness so that you can grow. You move forward in forgiveness to open up your heart to new positive emotions, experiences of love. Forgiveness is opening up your love, your ability to love. So how do you move into forgiveness? Because we know that holding on is unhealthy for us. It cripples us. 
we know that letting go means we no longer have to hold on to that emotion and those memories. But how do you move forward into forgiveness? You see, forgiveness doesn't mean the person was not responsible for their actions. Forgiveness does not assume responsibility for another person's action. You are not responsible for anyone else. You are only responsible for yourself. Forgiveness starts with you forgiving yourself. All forgiveness is self-forgiveness. So what do you need to forgive yourself for? You need to forgive yourself for being a sinner because we are all sinners. You need to forgive yourself for past mistakes because we've all made mistakes in the past. Forgive yourself for unmet goals. Forgive yourself for not living up to the expectation of others. Forgive yourself for not living up to your own expectations. Forgive yourself for believing someone loved you more than you loved yourself. Forgive yourself for not loving you more. Forgive yourself for not loving you, period. Forgive yourself for mistreating your body. Forgive anyone who has ever violated your body. Forgive anyone who has ever taken anything from you without your willingness to give. Forgive anyone simply because you still want them in your life. Forgiveness is the key to letting go. Letting go of inner judgment, blame, and a victim mindset. You have to forgive yourself today. Forgiveness is about forgiving yourself and freeing yourself from that mindset, from that judgment, from the hindrance of growth and love. So I have a, a, an affirmation, a statement of self-forgiveness that I want you to say with me. I want you to say, repeat after me, I forgive myself for today for any past wrongdoing, any past disappointment, any past trauma, any past hurt feelings, and I let go of the need for the past to be different. Let's say it again. I forgive myself today for any past wrongdoing, any past disappointment, any past trauma, any past hurt feelings, and I let go of the need for the past to be different. I accept that I am changed because of my past, but I am not defined by my past. I have learned lessons from my pain and I am letting go in releasing any negative thoughts, feelings, images, and behaviors that hinder my growth, that hinder my ability to love in my transformation into the new and better person that I have become. One powerful, powerful saying that I learned from Joe Vitale in his book, The Miracle, Six Steps to Enlightenment, is the Hawaiian healing technique, Ho'oponopono. The Ho'oponopono is, uh, is four phrases. Those phrases are, I love you, 
I'm sorry, please forgive me, and thank you. I love you, I'm sorry, please forgive me, thank you. This healing technique allows you to heal by removing any blocks and any limitations, any limiting beliefs that interfere with your healing, and it releases you and allows you to let go because forgiveness is healing. When you forgive yourself, you heal yourself. I want you to practice every day the Ho'oponopono Hawaiian healing technique. I love you. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. Thank you. I hope this message of forgiveness will heal you and move you forward in your journey of growth. Please join me in the second part of my show as I welcome Tim Brown, a self-made millionaire, survivor of cancer, and a family man. He will share his story and process of forgiveness, moving from pain and suffering to love and forgiveness. Have you heard of the tremendous results of CBD oil that has really changed the lives of many? Hi there, I'm Jules Johnson, and I've got to tell you about this amazing CBD oil that Dr. Erica is bringing to the forefront. Oh, I'm so excited about this. Well, CBD oil is now legal in all 50 states with no prescription required. Dr. Erica Montgomery, a licensed psychologist for over 23 years, has many of her clients taking this exceptional quality of CBD oil, which has improved their feelings and emotions with daily stress, insomnia, anxiety, depression, and oh my goodness, so many other symptoms. Well, the question is, why suffer? HempHappier.com can change your life. It did for me. Remember, CBD oil does not have any THC in it. And this means that you won't get high from it. And yet, you get the life-changing properties that come directly from Mother Nature. It will improve the quality of your life dramatically. I promise. Go to HempHappier.com and pick the dosage that you need. That's HempHappier.com. Hello and welcome to Master Your Mind with Dr. Erica. I want to welcome you to the second part of my show. I have with me a dear friend, Mr. Tim Brown. Uh, Mr. Brown is a self-made millionaire. He has beat cancer. He has his own business. He's a real estate developer. He is all of that and then some. And he is uh, my inspiration for this week's talk on forgiveness because Tim has had his own journey with forgiveness into bringing him to where he is now. And so I just want to welcome you. Thank you so much. I appreciate you taking the time out of your busy schedule to share with my listeners uh, about forgiveness. Thank you for having me, Erica. It's a pleasure. It's good to reconnect. All righty. So if you could just share why forgiveness has been so important for you in your journey. Well, the main thing is that I've been through a lot medically. You know, I've had a liver transplant. Uh, now I'm facing cancer. 
I've had varicose veins on my esophagus that have ruptured that it's almost cost me as my life as well. But I guess it all starts with just the fact of false expectations of people. We have expectations of people that we, they may not realize they have on them. And it sometimes can create a problem that you don't know it's aware, that, that, that they aren't even aware of. For example, I had, when I had my liver transplant, my parents didn't come to my surgery. And it really hurt my feelings at the fact that, how can I be your son? And I have a major surgery like that and you don't show. And then when I get upset with them, they decide, well, if you get mad at us, we're mad at you. So I spend the next two to three years having limited conversation out of anger, pettiness, uh, lack of understanding how to accept people for who they are. And it became burdensome, you know. They didn't see my children, which I'm very proud of. I have a son and a daughter. And it just changed things. But I guess through going through that, I've learned that there's pain in forgiveness. And for me to get my life, I never was right. I'd watch TV. I'd get emotional over the simplest things about love. And, and I just, I had to find a way to forgive my parents, but yet deal with the pain of it. So I guess the main thing is that once I let it go, it was a burden off my shoulders. Uh, I was happier instantly. I, I, I swell back sometimes, I swing back and forth and feel some kind of way and get my feelings. But all in all, I just realized that, you know, no one's perfect. I heard T.D. Jake say one time that you can go out here and give gallons and buckets of love to people every day. And when it's time for them to give you love, they pull out a shot glass. Mm. And they throw it out there and give you a shotgun. You think, oh, the love I can get, all you got for me is that. But there's layers to people, how they were raised, how they were loved, and that type of deal. And at the end of the day, when you're dealing with your health and you're dealing with your family and trying to stay positive and grow, you got to find a way to forgive. And that has me on the big thing about preaching to people about forgiveness because you know, it'll make you a better person. It'll make you feel better. And that's what's most important. Mm -hmm. I love it. You know, they talk about how forgiveness is not really about the other person. You know, forgiveness yeah. is really about you because so many people hold on to the anger or the resentment or the bitterness because they're saying, how can I forgive someone who mistreated me? Or how could I forgive someone who uh, traumatized me? Or how can I forgive someone who abandoned me? There's so many, um, so much focus on that other person doing something to me that does not deserve forgiveness. How do you move past that? Because I always tell people, for, it's forgiving yourself. Can you speak well, on that? Well, I guess for me, I just realized it didn't really matter at the end of the day because God is, you know, there's this cliche I heard recently that there's gifts and God's punishments, meaning that, you know, just like me having cancer, I don't know if it's a punishment or not, but I have it. And I don't look at it as a positive thing, but indirectly, it makes me more common. It makes me more relatable. The main thing is to survive. We have to exist in this world and be and, and, and find our way through this suffering. It's a part of 
you know, everyone suffers. Everyone has luck, good and bad. So I just kind of equated to the fact that, you know, I just didn't want to, I don't want to live my life that way. I just wanted to be happy. And I don't know, it's, just, it, it's a tough road, but forgiveness, I just know love and forgiveness is truly the key for yeah, me. Love, love and forgiveness. And, and I really do think you say you had to go through these challenges. And I do believe, I mean, I've known you for a long time and I do believe that you have grown so much in your, in your humility. You have grown so much in your um, just being a, a, a good, a genuinely good, loving, and, and generous person. And I'm wondering if you had to go through some of those challenges that you went through to evolve to, to where you are now, because you are so much more just your inner strength is is amazing to me and i have well, so much I, well I don't know, i don't really know that that would be the case because a lot of the suffering and the and the and the things you go through i found myself on an island there was times i went to the hospital didn't want to be a burden to anyone else so i would not ask anyone to take me i'd sneak out of the hospital knowing that i just had a colonoscopy and say someone's there to pick me up and not cuz i didn't want to be a bother or a burden so a lot of the mental toughness and you know, it's on me. I just, I was afraid to ask for the fact that you thought people would let you down and then you'd have more sense of anger because when you're a guy that has everything, don't, not afraid to work for it. And then you show yourself to be vulnerable to things you can't even control. Mm -hmm. That's a, a juggling act in itself. So I don't know that I've, I've grown from that aspect to be a person, a better person or a different person. I just think given enough time in life, Tupac talks about he felt like he was going to run out of time and he did. Uh, but, you know, we, we have our legacies. I have plenty of whys and reasons in my life to do what I do. And it's my family, it's my children, it's my wife, it's my purpose here on this earth. And when you live with death, you, you preoccupy yourself with how you want to be remembered. It's not so much the money the money is more so for the legacy of your family they can't have you at least they're going to want for anything but i think there's a lot of different things equating it i just know that anger is truly a, a secondary emotion as you stated earlier and it's the feeling of being hurt i've just been hurt a lot and it humbles you to realize dang that's the way they see me why do they see me that way and you have to be just as hard on yourself as you are other people and you have to forgive yourself just as you have to forgive other people and move forward. Right. And, and that's what I, I think a lot of it is forgiving yourself because I think that when you are a strong minded person and you are an independent person and independent minded that you so rely heavily on yourself. And I feel as if a lot of times uh, in, in my journey, when I think it's all up to me and I put it all on my shoulders, I think I, I have challenges which humble me and make me realize that it, it, I'm not alone and I have, I have to put a lot of my worry and a lot of my pressures on God. And I'm wondering if having a higher power is, is, what, it's a, is what the lesson is to learn, that it's not all on you but that you have to put, put it on God or put it on a higher power. Do you feel like your faith has been strengthened through those times of, of, of where you felt like you were alone 
or those times where you were you felt alone in your suffering? Yeah. Well, I don't know if I ever felt totally alone. I just didn't. I think it was more me. I think I've always had a team of love around me. We just don't know how to acknowledge and realize it. But I will tell you, it did change when I had my liver transplant. It's going to make me sad. But the power of prayer, I never realized. But I'm from a small town in Missouri, 12,051 people. And when I let people know that I was getting ready to go for my transplant, the outpouring of love that I got from people I went to high school, grade school, not even the more current people that are in my life. But it really humbled me to know that I was well thought of and I was never really alone. And that's the hard part of it. You realize you're not alone and you have to continue to do that tangle with your own mind. But ultimately, you have to stay focused to the fact that you got to have love in your heart. You have to put a door in the wall. So I tell anyone listening today, there's somebody out here you want to call. There's somebody out here you know you want to forgive and get back to loving and getting on the same page because they mean that much to you. I just encourage you to be the person that God's made you and go out and not be afraid. Jump. Go out there and make contact and free yourself from that. And just love and forgive and try to move forward. And if they're not ready, it's okay. Try again later. So I'm just kind of where I am in my life. I just don't want to fight. I don't want to have a confusion. If I got to jump down and get on my knees and show humility and, yeah, you're right, you're right, it didn't make any difference as long as I get, you know, I make the effort to be the person that God wants me to be or I want to see myself be. I love it. Yeah. I think that is so true. I think you do yeah. you do have to love people and forgive people in spite of Despite sometimes the hurt. You know what I mean? And you have to yeah. I mean, I'm learning too to love and forgive myself. I I ask God all the time to forgive me for not always right. being obedient and not always staying in line with, with what he has for my life. And so I think that 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 that's the message really love and forgiveness because i love that saying um in the bible that says he without sin be the first to cast the stone right because nobody should be holding a stone <laughs> everybody's yeah. loving and forgiving yeah. no i agree but you gotta put a door in the wall gotta have a door in the wall and as long as there's a door in the wall there's a way for you get through all of that at the end of the day that's all that matters we only got one life to live and it's so precious and the older you get the numbers of people around are smaller and smaller and i'd start with family i start with family first because that's just the key you can't pick your family it's god's ordained way of putting people together and that's the way he wanted i start with family just forgive just forgive so thank you i right. love it door in the wall door in the wall so that you can open it up and walk right. through it and walk yes. through it. All right. We're yeah. going to end on that note. Thank you so much. I appreciate you. And I just send all my love to you and your, your beautiful wife and your family. And uh, thank yeah. you. Thank you so much for inviting me on, Eric. I appreciate you. God bless okay. you. Okay. Good thank weekend. you. You too. Right. Take care. Right. Bye bye. bye, -bye. Thanks for listening to Master Your Mind with Dr. Erica. We will be back next with another terrific episode that will allow you to master your mind.
please visit HempHappier.com for more information about Dr. Erica and CBD oil. See you next week. At Frontier, we know you've had enough of cable internet. If you're tired of steep price hikes, upload speeds slower than download speeds, and worrying about Wi-Fi, then uncable yourself and switch to Frontier Fiber. With unrandom pricing, equal uploads and downloads, and our whole home Wi-Fi guarantee. Introducing internet that works the way it should. Frontier Gig Fiber, with our three-year price guarantee. Plus, you can get a $200 Visa reward card on us. See Frontier.com slash fast4 for complete offer, terms, eligibility, and performance details. Subject to availability.